Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of fandom access. I am your ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we have Rabbit Hole, Citadel, Silo, and Miss Davis. And as soon as Karen gets here, oh, wait, Karen's here already. So, we're going to start Miss Davis right away. As soon as I bring her in. Hello, Karen. Hey, AJ, how are you? Good. So I don't know if you saw Jamie's text, um, but we're going to start with Miss Davis because she's running a little late. Yep, sure. Which is good because you figure if, you know, we can just hate it until she gets here and then we can just stop. Otherwise, we might ramble on if we did it at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um. that's fine. Uh, was, was this episode five or six, right? I'm not sure which episode it was. We're nearing the I end, I think. think. I think it was six. Six of eight, right? Check. Yeah, I, think we saw, I believe so. I think we watched six of eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're getting near to the end of the story. I know that you said you thought this was the best episode yet. Which isn't saying much, though. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, (laughs) What did you... This week's episode revolved around um, Simone trying to get her mother to give her this, like, acid suit, right? The Lazarus suit. Yeah, it's called the Um, Lazarus suit. The Lazarus shroud, I think they call it. Um, Shroud, yes, you're right. Lesser shroud, uh, to try to um, survive the belly of the whale. Um, very biblical, right? Like Jonah went in the belly of the whale in the Bible. Um, and and so Pinocchio. And Pinocchio, yes. So there's sort of some flashbacky stuff to, um, to like when Elizabeth's father died, Elizabeth last month's father died, and there's all this like confrontation with her mother. Um, so, so what did you like about it, or or what did you hate less about it? Did you like it? Did you just dislike it less? Like, <laughs> um, you know what? I think part of it is, I I I like heist stuff. You know, like I I like you know heist movies, heist. You know, when there's a heist on a TV show or something. You know, like Andor, that was my favorite episode. Was the heist episode? You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. It, it was the only time I didn't mind seeing Andor. Um, I think that's, that's what happened here, too. I always like heist stuff, especially in a show like this, because you know things aren't going to go the way you think they're going to go. Um, which mm-hmm. this, I thought, had a good twi- twist where, the, you know, where her mom saw through what was going on and, and, and rented a soundstage and let them play it out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I liked it because, you know, because that, that was kind of different and everything. Um, you know, they finally revealed that her father's still alive, which we all kind of figured was the case. Um, I liked that some, I didn't like that Simone finally actually talked to the AI one-on-one because of her, you know, this, you know, it kind of loses some of it, her, her, she's been very steadfast in the fact that she will never talk to the AI. And now she's talked to the AI and now it's like, well, it goes against everything this story's been about. Um, but 
I, I think it's pretty obvious what the AI told her, which is actually pretty smart, which is to just tell your mother what she wants to hear so you get what you need. And that's exactly, you know, yeah. so she, yeah. she goes to her mother and she's like, you're right. I, it was my idea. I, I let him out and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, which is smart because now she gets the shroud. She gets to go into the belly of the whale. Um, you know, it's funny when, um, when Wiley was asking for the coffee, I'm like, why does he want coffee so bad? When, when he started punching himself, like he's, he's talking himself up and then punched himself in the face. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? And then when he started bleeding on the couch, I was like, they have a plan. This has, I was like, I don't know what the plan is, but this yeah. is something to do with his plan, their plan to get the, the shroud. Um, yeah, that was basically yeah. Yeah. It, um, so I, I guess I agree with you on that. I mean, you know, there, uh, the story, I guess, you know, uh, in simpler terms of what I maybe was able to take better this week was that the story seemed to move somewhere. Um, it was less like, you know, sometimes this is a little bizarro world kind of like, you know, we get a whole like backstory that maybe is more than we need. Like last, like the entire thing about the liver last week and Clara and all that last week was maybe a little too wackadoo for me. But this week was a little more straightforward, as you said, with the heist and some other stuff going on. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of cool. I mean, there was also some stuff going on this week with Simone. Like, so we have this thing where Simone is like she's attracted to Wiley still, but she's you know, married to Jesus, um, you know, they're, they're, she's having a crisis of faith in a sense, right? I mean, all that sort of like a little bit more literal or a metaphor for what I, I think is Simone having it, like, it's a crisis of faith, right? Like she's, yeah. Yeah. she's faithful to Jesus. She's a nun. She's still in love with Wiley from like childhood. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. It's never been said directly, but I mean, I think – we understand from watching this that Simone, Simone, like, I mean, did she ever really have a calling as a nun? She's she's hiding in that she's been hiding in that convent from all the stuff in her life she didn't want to deal with, right? From her yeah, mother, well, from I mean, her father, from all the stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, in the flashback when she became a nun, we see that the only reason it even happened was because she was praying for Wiley's life, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so she did it for him. I mean, it's ironic the way it played out. But you know what I, I appreciated actually was when she was talking to, to Jesus the one time and he's like, so you're still attracted to Wiley. And she's like, well, no, I'm not saying that. And he's like, so you want to have sex with him? And she's like, no, I would never. I'm married to you. And he's like, Simone, it's okay. Like I have all these relationships. Why can't you? He's like, that seems kind of hypocritical. You know, yeah. I thought that, you know, I, I, I have like this stuff with Jay. I, I like the way they've done that. And, you know, and she he even knocks on the door and he's like, Hey, can Simone have sex with Jesus, uh, with, with Wiley? And he's like, there you go. You know? So I think it's, um, you know, I, I just like yeah. the way they did that and it, they acknowledge it, which, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but I've always felt like uh, taking a vow of celibacy to be part of the church is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I just well, never understood that. It's like, it's like, it's like they went the extra mile and, and God was going, 
who told you not to have sex? Like, I never said you couldn't have sex. That was your decision. That was the, you know, the human decided this. He's like, nowhere did I ever write this or tell anybody to write. <laughs> well, and, you know, and I think also, you know, there's a part of it where, like, yes, there are people who are called to take a vow of celibacy, but it's not the only way. Like, Simone went, like, like the full, like, thermonuclear option. Yeah. Like, many, many people have a relationship with, like, Jesus or Buddha or whoever your, like, religion teaches you without going the full, like, vow, right? Like, you can you can be right. a, pers- a faithful Catholic without being a nun. You can be a faithful, like, Buddhist without becoming a monk, right? Like, like Simone, like, committed herself, like, and, you know, I think there's also a level of it where Jesus is like, I didn't even ask you to become a nun. Like, you became, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... I mean, so I think there's two levels here. I think, yes, there's a level, like you're saying, like, like did Jesus say you have to do this? Or did people who wrote the Bible or do the people who currently run the church right. and, and exclude women say that? Or, you know, can you be a person of faith and not have to, like, go Simone's fall? Because Simone's using it to hide, right? Simone is using faith yeah. to, to hide. Yep. Um, yep. Which, you so know what I, I didn't like, though? like all of that. Sorry, go ahead. I think you like. No, I do like, and I like the guy who plays Jesus. I like their Jesus. I think that whole thing is good. Yeah. And, like, I also kind of like the idea that, like, you know, it's kind of funny, like, when you're having sex, you, like, see Jesus' yeah. religious experience, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's actually what I was going to say. Like, I found it, 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 it actually kind of, you know, leads more to the, to show how much she is hiding because, the guy, the guy that's there also says to her, he's, she's like, he's like, he can't see you unless you say his name. So rather than just yeah. like leave and go back to Wiley and what they're doing, she says his name so that he knows what she's, you know, it's like, it's like she wanted him to stop her. Yeah. Even though he had no intention of stopping her, you know? Yeah. She so, like, yeah. I mean, she could, she could get away with that. Um, but she doesn't want to for whatever reason, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, why she, like, yeah, she does, she wants Jesus to stop her, but he's kind of not going to, right? No. Um, uh, and she, I mean, it's an excuse to also, like, push herself away from Wiley more, right? Like, right. Like, to be like, oh, sorry. Well, it's like, whatever. Like, he's freaked out, understandably so. Um, although he, you know, he has he has encouraged her to, like, seek Jesus or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I like all that part. I, you know, I, I, and I, the more I think about this, as, as I mull this over in the back of my head while we talk, like, the part with Elizabeth's mother, I forget the mother's name. I want to say Trudy, but that's C- not her name. Felice, C- Cecilia? Yeah. Something like that. Cecil, something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I like, I forget the actress who's playing her, but I kind of like her very strident, like, like the way, so uh, uh, on the surface level, the way she believes in this, like, this ridiculous conspiracy that Elizabeth's father was alive and he didn't kill himself and all that. And like what he had to go through to be alive. Um, she's, she's kind of 
I mean, it's quite a loopy thing, but there's a level in which, you know, she's also in super denial that the husband, like, he, he killed himself. He died basically trying to get her attention, right? Yeah. Like, basically, he performed that stunt to try to, to win his wife and his child back. Uh, and, yeah. and so Mrs. Davis is right. Like, your mother is so filled with guilt that it's easier for her to see it as a conspiracy than to face the truth. And you, Elizabeth, you, Simone, like, are, like you can't see it either. Like, it's easier for you to believe, like, to seek vengeance against your mother than to, like, face the fact of, of what really happened there. Like, there, like yeah. it was kind of surprising this week, the level, like, of, like, like deep character motivation that it suddenly came down to this week. Maybe not suddenly. Yeah, Maybe that's... I was just hating it too much to really delve into it. Well, week. there wasn't a lot before. This this episode, like I said, it was definitely the best episode. Um, that's Elizabeth Marvel and her, um, that plays the mom. Okay. We've that's seen her. I mean, she was. We've seen her in a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's Celeste. Her mom's Celeste. Celeste. Yes, we were close. Cecilia, Celeste. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and Jamie, Jamie has joined us. Perfect timing. Hello, Jamie. Hello. Sorry about that. Hi, Jamie. Welcome. Well, I figured no, you guys okay. would was... talk about that first, and it would be would be good. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. That's perfect because you can pull us out of it rather than us continuing at the end of the show. We'll spend 20 minutes hating on it. Which is funny because we actually kind of liked it a little bit this Said week. But. All the good things about this week's episode, and maybe we should leave it at that because I still don't love yep. the show, right? No, so. no, so, yep. <laughs> so let's leave it at that and move on. So what yep. do we want to do? Right. Rabbit hole, Citadel, Silo? Oh, let's talk about rabbit hole. Well, you want to talk about yeah, like, Citadel hole. and get it out of the way? Or let's talk about rabbit hole, a good show that had a good finale. Um. Great season finale, I think, right? That could also serve as a series finale should it yes. not have been should it not have been renewed, right? Is it renewed? Which it has um, yeah. which it has not been it, yet. It has not it been has. renewed yet, right? Wait, I thought maybe I take that back. Maybe I nope. swear I read I, it. Let me go back. I'm saying that I was re- I just read to I just read today that it has not been announced that it's been renewed yet. It's not and yet. what okay. I read was from, I don't know what I was. I swear yeah. I read some more head. I don't know. My brain isn't right right now. So I just finally got my mattress. I, I'm still been in so much pain. I, I'm I'm only halfway here. So that's okay. You follow a lot of shows. Um, yeah. So we get it. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah. No. So I think if it, if it would not get renewed. And this was the finale. I think it is a it could be a good, satisfying series finale, right? Um, and yes. I like the way you sort of think like like they're leading. It, it seems. I mean, you know, it's not really what happens. It seems in the last three minutes of the show to be tied up nice and neatly with a bow, quite rather quickly, right? And you're like, oh well, that can't really be true. And then boom, at the end, you get kind of what we all thought was coming. Um, but so many twists and turns in that last, like, 30 minutes of the show. I thought it was great. I thought it was a really great finale. You guys? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And Lance Henderson, of course, is, you know, always great. So yeah. did you realize it was him ahead of time? I recognized the voice, and I'm like, oh, I, I know I I recognized him immediately. I couldn't at first. I don't yeah, know. I, reckon- I, like, I finally did, but. 
I recognized, I actually, I recognized his voice and I was like, that sounds like Lance Henriksen, but once, you know, once he turned around, I was like, Hey, I was right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So he turned around. So that was a pretty cool, I liked the whole twist with the, the wife and everything, but, but here's yeah. my question, because this is the question I, po- I posed to you that confused me and, and I wasn't a hundred percent sure with, he said that he hasn't talked to his wife since she was pissed at him. Okay. And uh, since she was kidnapped or whatever, she, he said she never talked to me again. And if you go back to the other episode, that is the same actress playing the wife. So it's my assumption yes. that, that was never his wife that we saw. Right. But no. what confuses me, and maybe it's just the way they worded it so you would be confused, is if you go back to when he's at the, the school function or whatever, he actually says to her something about, not granted, I had screeners, so I didn't have captions, but something about co-parenting, and she's like, she yeah. agreed with him. So yes. I'm assuming that whatever he said wasn't actually about them co-parenting together, and he just sometimes visits her since he knows her. Would that be how you would no. take it? No. 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 It was, it was a ploy <laughs> the whole time. He knows, yeah. he, he, he knew he was being watched with, with all the shit, you know, all the spy stuff going on. He played it yeah. up the entire time. The entire thing was a ploy. That's why he was out in public with her. That's why they had the pretend son and everything. So that when the time. And you just said, no, that wasn't. They showed it in the previously this week, the scene where he goes to this concert or something where Sam is performing and they're sitting outside. And I also would have to go back and look for the exact piece of dialogue. But what he says is something like, let's at least appear to be successfully co-parenting or something like that. He makes a oh, remark yeah, about right. that. It was men in a different right? But it wasn't his wife. My point was it was never his wife. No, no but you, no, it was right. never okay, his you wife. weren't supposed to. You were saying I was round, wrong about it. I understand what no. you're saying now. No, 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 I wasn't saying that. I was, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He purposely, was, it was, he purposely was going to, to spend time with her, not because they're friends, but to lay the trail that he had an ex-wife to like, she was continuing yeah. to provide a cover story for him. Okay. For Sometimes whatever when you miss a line, it's hard to, it's yeah. hard to tell. But, yeah. right. but you that's don't realize it, 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 it. Yeah. I mean, I never, I always thought she was the ex-wife. I mean, that's a huge reveal. Right. That's episode, right? But, yeah. But, but it turns out that she was, I guess he's paying her to sort of allow people. I mean, I don't think the school thinks he's the father. He no, just it, wants was his, pe- it was her real son. No. She made a point of yeah. saying that was her But kid. so that the people who are following his whereabouts would, would assume that she was the ex, right? Okay. I guess right. that's the only part. Yeah. I just assumed that he, like, was still friends with her after what she did for him. I guess I'm, I'm no, more sad, but I wasn't now. sure about that line because I didn't have yeah. captions. Yeah, he's still paying her. He's still paying her to. to he, it's part of his like he, his setup, his long game that he's playing, this long con that he's been playing for years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I so go ahead, AJ. You haven't. Uh, I I, I like uh, you know what else? I I like the way the episode starts with his wife being kidnapped and everything because we don't realize that the flashback play it that that's at least that's how I took it, that that was Maddie's wife, because we've never, we know Maddie's that's married. That's what I too. That is 100% But no, But yep. we've never, we've never seen, we've, we've seen Maddie talk to her wife on the phone, but we've never seen Maddie 
with her wife. So we don't know. So I thought that was Maddie's wife that was kidnapped. And I, I'm pretty sure that's what they want you to think, you know, especially since the mm-hmm. daughter's like, mom went to the store and she hasn't come home yet. I'm hungry. I mean, by the way, her daughter's a snivelly little, uh, I mean, you're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus you're, Christ. you're a teenager, you're a teenager, Find, figure it out. How many times I figured out yeah. shit to eat in the house based on what I had. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I like the way they played that. And then you find out that that was actually a flashback of John's wife. Um, and I understand why she never talked yeah. to him again. She lost a fucking finger. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I'll, so I'll, that I'll, whole I'll, thing I'll, was I'll great. I'll tell you guys one thing. At first, when he started saying about it being his wife being kidnapped, before we knew it wasn't his wife, I thought the reveal was going to be something like what he was saying about she lost her finger. I thought like it was going to be something like she could pull the handcuffs off because of that and like was going to grab them. Oh. And, and then they did that, and I was like, well, okay, I was way off with my guess of the twins. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah no, sorry, I just what? I think I think the way they structured it was really good. There was nothing that was that seemed too outlandish. Like it was all plausible, and I think. That, Whoever wrote this did a really great job piecing yeah, it all yeah. together in a plausible way. Yeah. I also like, like that, he, said, although it didn't end up being Crowley, I like that he left Crowley for his no, father he, to take care of. He's like, no, this is your present. <laughs> I mean, he was wrong, but, you know, oh. he's like, no, I trust you. I just, well, you know, go for it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think you, oh, no, that was Crowley, but Crowley, I think it tur- it turns out, that Crowley no, isn't Crowley, the, the leader. One or the other, yeah. It could be that that's the fake Crowley, or it could be the Crowley. You're right that there's no, only it's absolutely Crowley. No, it's, it's absolutely Crowley, because as soon as Ben sees him, he's like, aha, there okay. you are, you know? Yeah, I was going to you know, say, yeah, because they knew each other in yeah. the past, right? You're right, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. And I think, and they didn't come out and say it, but the way they were talking, I think you're right, Karen. I think that was Crowley in the flashback with Ben. Yeah. I'm the one that's when they're like yeah. killing someone in like Central America. Oh, okay, Jamie. Either. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah. But um, I, I think there's no way to know. We'd have to go back and see if the guy pretended he was being Lance Henderson. <laughs> see what he, what he, what his voice was. If he talked like this, and then maybe we'd know. But um, um yeah, I, I, I agree with what Karen said before. Though I think it, it, if it doesn't get picked up, I, I'm satisfied with the ending because we got, we did what we set out to do. We stopped Crowley for this, you know. Now they plant that seed that if it does get picked up, now we find out, okay, there's actually somebody above Crowley, which is fine. But if it doesn't get picked up, I'm good with it. You know, I, in a way, I always kind of hope it doesn't get picked up just because. Oh, and I, uh, that actually, that could, that could be the case. See, that's what I thought before, but if everybody was talking to Crowley, the whole, actually talking to Crowley, then, um, well, actually I stopped thinking the whole thing about the AI when Crowley was directly talking to uh, John that one night when he was trying to get him to think that Ben was actually behind everything. Oh, um, to be fair, they can fake voices. <laughs> so well, that doesn't is, necessarily mean anything. I don't I mean, think it's it still could be the way they left it. No, I, just I think curious if he still thought that. That's all. I just wondered if he was no. still. I think it being an AI would be kind of a shitty answer and that um, a real human being trying to control like makes to me a more sense and a scarier kind of thing. 
um, than it being an AI that's controlling Crowley. I think, I mean, I think there's AI involved in the sense that what Crowley and perhaps his overseers have put together does use machine learning and artificial intelligence oh, yeah. as it exists to do the evil that they do, right? Like they've harnessed yeah, that's machine how learning all the sure. scanning people and figuring yeah. out who to contact and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you know, so, and I, I like the way to twist the end where Kyle is going to shoot Hom. And by the way, let's put a pin in how I love how the Hom storyline went this week. Oh, I know, but, right? Like, oh, yeah. Well, I love how Hom is kind of losing it. He's like at his breaking point, right? Hom is like he's still he, he, the car because he can't take any. The guy's like no. falling apart. He really like can't take anymore, and it, his whole world is rocked. Like he's realizing like everything's fake, nothing is real. Do you know blah blah? And he jumps out of the car. Yeah, that was uh, you know that was. But he's like they love me. Like, <laughs> but. Like, when like Kyle's about to shoot him, Kyle's about to shoot him, and Haley's like, we're, watch out, and then Kyle turns, but Kyle hears the gun go off when Ben shoots Crowley, or, or you know, old man Crowley, yeah. or whoever, like, yeah. and then and then Kyle just smiles and looks at Weir and 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 moves away, moves on, right? Walks and you're away, like, oh, yeah. why, did, why would Kyle do that? What is that? And then you get to the, like, final scene, and you realize, like, oh, well, this this wasn't Crowley, or Crowley's not in charge, Crowley's not the guy, like, Kyle. It, it, I guess the weak link there is that Kyle is so connected and knows, like, that Kyle would know that. Like, there was a part in this episode where I thought, like, why are you sending Kyle? Like, like we are, why would you not send a, an assassin that is not so easily recognizable to Weir? And to anybody Weir might have shared Kyle's identity with, right? Like you're you're Crowley, you basically control the entire country, and you only know one assassin, right? I, I really was like, well, why is it in Kyle? Why is it in Kyle? Get another assassin that no one will recognize, and it'll be easier. You know to get why? There. Yeah, I, I have an part answer. Part of it was a glass of blackmail, though. It was about having Weir see it so he could own Weir. That no, you know why? Wondered why? Because he's the because he's, he's the assassin we know. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, AJ. <laughs> listen, it's always, it's not a oh. listen, it's not always the best answer, but but it's the right it's, answer. <laughs> it's, the, it's the TV answer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you're right. They don't 100% explain why he doesn't shoot him in the end. Is it because his boss is See, dead? Is it because well, his real boss That's what I thought. Is it, it, it could be either of those. I think it was more just kind of like his boss isn't there to tell him to do it, so he's like, whatever. Because he didn't no, seem, no. he didn't, he seemed so off the hinge, he didn't, like, yeah. I don't know that he would shoot him if he wasn't told to do so. You know what I mean? I don't know. I read and it. So that it's relevant. Uh, I saw it as with Crowley being killed and uh, Kyle hearing it, it was like his contract was over. You yeah, know, so he's a contract killer. So if he, you know, this is your contract, go do it. And then the guy paying you dies, and it's like, oh well, never mind. See you later. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I think you could take it however you took it. Like, like, yeah, did I maybe take it that he's like, oh, free at last, I have to work for this guy, or but you're an assassin, like you need another yeah. job. But 
but I think once I saw the full end of it, I think the reason Kyle smiled was because Kyle knew that Ben didn't really kill the top player. And, and, that, and you could be and right. That, and very, that Kyle, right. Kyle's, Kyle's smile is more like a, we shall meet again, John Weir, kind of a smile before he slips <laughs> away. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's how I, where I thought, but only after I had seen yeah, it. No, that's... First slips away. First slips away, yeah, maybe it's like, oh, okay, I don't have to kill this guy. Um. But yeah, I think we yeah, I think it's a we shall meet, we shall meet again kind of a kind of a. I mean, I do, I, you know. Um, I, I don't love Kyle as a. I mean, I, I think you're right, AJ. He's the assassin we know because he's not really much of a, of a, of a, of a. Of a foil for John Weir, right? Like he's he's an assassin and he's bad and he's killed a bunch of people. He killed John's team. He killed his poor pathetic girlfriend. Um, but he also like Haley Haley took him out by clotheslining him. Like he's not a super yeah. villain, and I don't I don't think he's a real threat to he, he's a threat like physically and with his gun and he's a, he's a good assassin, but he's nowhere near as smart as John Weir, right? Like Kyle no. is a chess piece that Crowley moved into position. He, he did not. Yeah, I like mean, Kyle doesn't fall into position by his own planning, right? Well, see, and, and I think the reason, but I think the part of the reason that Kyle can be successful is because he's unassuming. You know, like you look at Kyle and you wouldn't think that he's this cold-blooded killer. You know, he, he looks. Well, he doesn't you know, stand he, and he, out. Right, that's what I mean by yeah. That's what I meant by unassuming. You know, he doesn't stand out. He he kind of plays this. I'm kind of you know this dumb card like. Oh guys, let me get your coffee. Um, let me see, did I get this right? And then, like you know, purposely mis- messes up the order and goes, wait, 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 I got it this time. You know, type of he, you know, plays it so that nobody expects anything of him. So when he does turn on the switch to be an assassin, he might still get his ass kicked because he's not very strong. <laughs> but he shoots them all before they know what's going on. So <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, true. And, and I like nothing against the actor, but he he's like conventionally good looking he's not super handsome he doesn't have like a distinguishing he's a nice looking kid with generically brown hair and that maybe they dyed in a generic haircut and a hoodie and he's dressed like every other guy on the street right. like he, he he looks like you would never he's the kind of guy that if he mugged you on the street you'd be like he and the police like what he look like you couldn't pick him out of like, lineup You'd be like between five, eight, and six foot brown hair, and that's all you could say yeah. about him, right? A white guy. He's a white right. guy. Is all you could really say about him, um, which also makes him kind of a, you know, a good, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, a good assassin. But he's not. Yeah, he's not a brilliant. He, he's a chess piece, as I said, right? He's not yeah. a brilliant yeah. uh, opponent for John Weir. Um, and, he, and, he's a little, and he's a little unhinged. Mm-hmm. And he's a jerk, and he's kind of like you know. He actually at one point was like, "Oh, no hard feelings, John. You were con- you were in a bad boss." And John's like, "Really? You were shitty." Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, that was like uh, that was it was there was a couple episodes ago when he said to John, he goes, "You know, I, he goes, I really liked you as a boss. I wish you paid more." 
<laughs> like basically, like like basically, he was saying, if you had if paid more, more, I wouldn't I have worked for them. Kill you. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's exactly how it's I took almost, it. That's what I took it as. Like I, I might have said no to killing you if you were yeah. a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he survives. Um. It, you know, it is kind of. Uh, it took a long time, but should there be a season two, we would see Maddie Weir's. I don't know, on his side or believing him. Like, she's in on the conspiracy now. She knows Weir's, like, maybe yeah. the only person you can trust. The entire I was really happy that she was in on it. I think you guys were too, weren't you? Like, I was waiting for What's that, the, I feel like. Well, I, the only thing about the yeah. Maddie part that bothered me was Haley. You know, Haley, we find out what Haley actually did. Oh, how she went yeah, behind, you know, we, knew, we knew she went behind John's back. Out of the goodness of her yeah, heart, still doesn't ring 100% but, true. No, me either. But what I didn't like about it, though, was when she's talking to Weir about it and she tells him, Johnny didn't like, get oh, mad. Yeah. yeah, that bothered me a little. And I, I I, feel like, I mean, if John's that quick on his feet, he's like, okay, I can actually use this to my advantage because that's, you know, what he ended up doing. You know, he sends her the email and everything. Yeah. But... Maybe if but they showed him working through to, it a little bit more. To be, to mm-hmm. be, yeah, to be so accepting. I mean, we kind of, I mean, they kind of did show it, show him working through mm-hmm. it. Like you know, you see him kind of like doing that weird thing where he gets all silent and his head kind of twitches a little. Yeah. But I felt like it was too quickly. Mm-hmm. Not that he worked too, through it too quickly, but that there wasn't any moment of him looking at her being like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" And then yeah, going, like, oh, "Okay, my- hold on, let me." Yeah, like like get, get mad at her for a second, and then be like, okay, hold on, let me think, and then do the head twitchy thing, and then be okay with it. You know, I just I didn't like that, and I and I was kind of disappointed because I'd gotten on board with Karen that Haley is not who we think she is, and I still believe it. Right now, I still she, believe she's not who we think she is. Right, but I like well, yeah, but, I mean, somebody else. I mean, I mean, I guess they're. I mean, if that's still the case, I guess they're banking on definitely getting a season two. I mean, the critics loved it. So, I mean, I yeah. feel like it's got a really good chance for a season two. Paramount's usually pretty good with renewing their shows. Um, so I just, I just feel like John opening up and getting close to her is not going to go well. And, like, look, I, like, should I wish our main character some happiness? Yeah, I should. I've just watched enough television that I don't think that he's going to get it. It's not going to I you don't you. get it in season one. You do not get that in season one. Sorry, yeah. John Weir. It's season one. Um, and I I still, she's just a little too good to be true, I think, right? She's just yeah. a little, uh, um, I do like. Especially when you look at. Go ahead, go. I was just going to say, especially, especially when you look, you look at, at Ed and how he's cracking up and she's only getting yeah. better. And they both kind of yeah. started in the same boat. I mean, maybe it's, maybe the fact that she's already kind of shady herself and stole $20 million from her old boss, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, if she even did. The fact that she stole $20 million from her boss and she somehow in a two-minute conversation convinced the FBI that she didn't steal $20 million or they shouldn't try to get it. Like, like Agent Maddie, yeah. I'll let you have this guy if you let me keep the $20 million. That's not Agent Maddie. That's not what she does. There's no way Agent Maddie is right. like, yeah. I want to land this case and you can keep the 20 mil. Like, I'm not really sure. And Haley didn't even really say, uh, 
you know, she didn't get a lot like of detail. Like twenty mil, and Haley's like, oh, turns out there was no money. Like what? Like you're that good, Haley, that you hid the money and nobody, like, she didn't. She didn't like. Uh, I'd like to. I wish we could see John have that conversation with Maddie and be about Haley and see what actually right. Because right. Maddie's not an agent that's going to let Maddie Haley have the twenty mil. She's just not right. Um, I, I I kind of really like the prospect of a season two where you know we see we all like that Maddie sort of, you know, she's come around to believe John, uh, you know, and, and John says to her, he's like, well, AJ Maddie, I guess that means that you and I are on the same side. And she goes, yeah, and I'm really goddamn mad about that. Or like, but whatever, she used some bad word. Like, she is not happy about it. And I kind of think that would be fun to see. It's going to be very similar to John's relationship with his father, where they're working together, but he never, they never trusted each other. And it, right. I'd love to see season two when I'm working with Maddie, but she will never trust him, but she has to trust him, right? Right. It's a nice way to play that relationship out without, like, we can't see a whole second, we could, but a whole second season of John and this John being like, I don't trust you, Dad. Please trust me, John. I don't trust you, Dad. Like, now we can be like, please trust me, Maddie. I don't trust you, John. Please trust me, Maddie. It's kind of the same thing, but <laughs> but on a different level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be fun to see. Um, I thought it was. Uh, uh, I don't know if we're missing other parts of it, but we just want to talk more about what a great show this is. Yeah, no, I think that pretty much covered it all. It's definitely good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah. for the most part been good start to finish. I mean, we haven't had yeah. a whole lot of complaints. No, we haven't really. Yeah, there's definitely We've there wasn't a bad episode. Right. No, there really really wasn't. I mean, I remember watching and, the first episode and going, "I want to, uh, holy crap, what the hell's going on?" And I wanted to watch the next episode, but I had to be responsible and go to bed. And then when I got to the point yep. where I'd watched everything that you're was currently me. on TV, <laughs> no, yeah, me. then I got, you're I got to, not responsible. She just stays up all night and watches three. <laughs> I got, mm-hmm. I got to episode three, and I was like, I gotta wait a week. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> I, I mean, just before we. One more thing I wanted to mention that you guys made me think of. Um, I I really liked that, that, you know, in the last, like, 10 minutes, we see Tom when he's finally on television with the, like, CNN-type reporter, right, whatever show, TV show he's on. And he gives sort of a, a monologue about trust. And, you know, we go on social media and we give a little bit of our information. And we sign up for insurance and we give a little bit of our information and we buy something. And then you meet someone. And he talks about all these ways you give away little bits of stuff about yourself. And you're slowly, like, losing yourself and losing – and we, you know, we trust because we have no choice. Um, And it it, it was really scary, I thought, in a way, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's so true. And I thought of, like, okay, so you guys, when I signed up for Facebook, like, how many years ago? Like, 12 years ago, whatever. Even then, when they asked my birthday, I made myself the oldest I can be. So 12 years ago, I told Facebook I was born in 1908. And now Facebook thinks I'm, like, 115 years old. Uh, um, <laughs> I get a lot of, like, ads for Medicare on Facebook. Um <laughs> 
But even 12 years ago, it was like one of my little ways of being like, maybe it's now how old I am, right? And 12 years later, 15 years later, like every part of you, like you're, you're watching Crowley, like run facial recognition software, and, and he tells the security guard, oh, I found out that you watch porn and that you were arrested for this and blah, 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 and your wife doesn't know. And like, well, none of the three of us have those kinds of things about us hidden away online. I, I don't think so. I know you guys fairly well after all this time, um, but that everything you do is out there, right? Like that one yeah. time you accidentally clicked on a porn site 10 years ago is out there somewhere, right? It was kind of a scary and really true kind of thing. Yeah. It was kind of cool how this how this, this show is so kind of like it's, it's kind of believable. Like it's not believable, but it is believable. Like Computer, it's not there yet, but it could be there soon, right? You know what, though? It, it kind of, it, it, I mean, they, you know, it's a TV show, so it amps it up, but it, it kind of is there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that type of AI technology is already out there. I mean, how many times have you gone on Facebook and the first ad is something you were literally just thinking about or talking about, like, you know, if not that day, yeah. a couple of days before? Because your phone oh, is yeah. spying on you, yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. um, you know how many yeah. times I've and I don't and I don't go on Facebook often. I mean, it's very seldom when I go to Facebook. But when I do, and the page loads up, the first thing usually the first ad I see is something sports related. Because <laughs> you're kind of a sports guy, looking at online or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so that hum speech was kind of a, for me a highlight a little bit. Um, yeah, no, that was really great. And I kind of like, you know, it's it's like Hom is the, in, in a sense, he's the hero of of the story because he's the on-air person, you know, re- revealing everything. You know, you don't see Weir or, or Ben or Haley. You know, all you see is Hom. So to the public, he's the hero, which I think is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. That Speaking of it's funny that they were the one leaking the information. The, the oh yeah, Jamie. That's what I was just gonna say. That was what I was gonna say. That was that was brilliant, right? Yeah. I love that twist. Yeah. Yeah. Leaking it on that purpose. That was so cool. And um, how, how many they, times has that probably been done in like politics and everything else and things when they want, you know, the inform- when they really want it known, but they don't want you to know they want it known. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like yeah. I think. I think it was Ben. He says you just post something on Reddit and give it, a, and then you hire. A, a like farm in the Philippines, and the next day, like everybody believes it, um, which you probably could do, which is scary and sad. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, and it was brilliant and scary. And then it was also really sad to see how Hom was like equally deflated. Like Hom thought, like really, that millions of people were following his story, and then he finds out that like Ben and John paid a Philippine like farm to to post. A million likes. Yeah, so the game that clearly was true because the people on the street were really. I mean, yeah. they were. I think yeah. supposed to be real. I don't think they yeah. were. Oh yeah. Hired. Yeah, no, that part of it. That part of it was real, but that's the reason that they were real is because of the original likes of... that got it going in the first place. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, great show. I'm sorry that we're up to yeah, wait probably really more than a year to see if, see if it gets renewed. It'll be at least a year, right? Yeah, oh, probably. easily. 
and that's if the strike yeah. is not prolonged. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Jamie, I'm really happy that you um, encouraged us to watch. Like, you saw screeners before uh, the show came out, and you encouraged us to watch it. And and maybe I would have anyway because the algorithm recommended to me, but I, I'm really glad that you were like, come on, go ahead, watch it, watch it, yeah. Yeah, but I told you guys, I'm like, this is our kind of show. You're going to like it. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So cool. All right. Yeah. Hope it comes back. That's about all I got yeah, to say. Too. I hope it. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Let's Citadel. go on to Citadel. Let's dispense with Citadel. Okay. What episode? I, I get the feeling. I get the feeling Karen didn't like Citadel. This is episode three, and this episode is largely a flashback to when Mason and Nadia first met with some crappy special effects skiing that looks like shit and not a $300 million show. Um, and we mostly see a, a lot of them uh, of how they first met and teamed up. We also see Stanley Tucci being tortured and like having all the teeth ripped out of his mouth and shit like that because he won't tell the, it, I don't even know what the British ambassador is asking him. She wants some information that he won't give, right? Uh, right. I can't remember what it is because it's not important. Um, and then there's also some uh, current Mason and Nadia, and then there's a huge like twist at the end, a big reveal at the end, right? Which I can say what it is, right? That yeah. we learn that that Mason slash Kyle's wife uh, is Abby. Us. Patty, is that her name? Patty is a- actually Abby. Abby is actually also a spot part of Citadel or whatever she is. Like she and, that, and yeah, I guess she was Citadel too, Brielle. Yeah. So yeah, I guess Brielle. my question is, is he did he he didn't probably really meet her and fall in love with her then, but is her I, I guess we don't really know if her memory's wiped too. We don't really know well, we do. She could be totally we do because. Or do they I mean, show it? I can't. Well, well, all right. It's been a while. Well, they didn't show it, but they. All right, all right. You know what? You, you could be right. Her memory might not be wiped. She could be. It could be a ploy. But when I kind of saw it coming because when she was talking to um, Bernard's ex-wife when she asked how they met, and she's like, "Well, I was in a car accident, but I don't remember the accident, and we were in the same rehab facility." As soon as she said she didn't mm-hmm. remember the accident, I was like, she's a fucking spy, too. And then, you know, the reveal at the end, I was like, hey, I was right. <laughs> Which I think is going to make it even more interesting. We thought we had a, one triangle. We got to have three triangles or two triangles going. Yeah, I'm just because curious if like, she, she really met and fell in love or if she's a plant. Because she could have her memory. I think thinking. We don't really She know. has her memory. Right. You could, she you, has her memory. You could, you, you could be right. But I don't know because if she was that, in, if her and the the bad guy there was, you know, that much in love, because they were boyfriend girlfriend, would she really have gone through with it and had a kid with Mason without actually being in love? I mean, we're gonna find out. Who knows? True. It sounded um, like part that she maybe. I kind of wondered, and I haven't seen any further, so I don't know. But I kind of wondered if if like she, it made it to me almost sound like she had her memory wiped on purpose. I don't know. To me, it made it seem like maybe 
she was originally not with that guy, but she had her memory wiped because she needed to pretend, like, to fall for that bad guy or whatever. And, like, she was like a a plant. Okay, let me try to explain this. From what I got out of it, from what I remember, I remember thinking, and granted it's been a, been a while, but it sounded like when she was with the other guy, the, the guy that's on the other side, the bat. The assassin. I forget what they're called. Cover. They're not called. Like it, the op- Quickly, the opposite of Citadel is like, you know, oh, Hy- they're not Hydra. Macor, thank you. <laughs> I keep on the call well, Hydra. I was yeah. under the impression that she was undercover at Manicor, that, like, that wasn't for real. Like, she was never really his girlfriend. But I, I almost, I don't know why, but I got the impression, and I don't know that it makes sense, but in my mind, I got the impression that to make the cover real, maybe they wiped her memory, if that makes any sense at all to you. I don't know. It made sense to me when I was watching it. <laughs> but I got the opinion that, that, that her going to Manicor was a cover, like she was supposed to be working for Citadel, right, originally? Or is that just my opinion that I took out of it? I got I the, see, I got, I, I got a very different impression. I got, see, I got the impression, I think a lot of people that work for Manicor, a lot of them used to be Citadel, and they became Manicor, which I felt like he, I felt like he did. I don't know. We'll we'll see next week because the, the coming attraction show, showed more flashbacks with Abby as as Brielle. Yeah. So we'll I find we'll get those answers next week. You guys want to keep watching it? You sound like you don't necessarily. Even oh, I do. Watch. You do? Okay. I mean, there's yeah, only three again, more episodes, so I yeah. Think again, I wouldn't. You know, I mean, I you know, it's funny actually. The the scene in the mountains with the skiing and everything. I thought to myself, I was like. Karen is going to hate this because it does not look like $300 million. But for me, I felt like I was watching James Bond. I just, you know, it felt like a James Bond scene with, you know, we've seen James Bond skiing down a mountainside being chased yeah, it's just kind hundreds of, of times. I mean, you know, so I, that's, and, that, and that's the thing again, I, when I came, you know, when I came into the show, I, this is exact, I'm getting basically exactly what I was expecting. Um, I also didn't know it cost three hundred million when I first started watching it. <laughs> Still not seeing that three hundred mil, but it doesn't ruin yeah, it for not, me because I, I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting this globally globally renowned show, yeah. which is good that I, I wasn't expecting that because it's not. Though, I have to question <laughs> that we're ever going to see it though because most of it wasn't written right. Because I have to question with the writer strike now what's even going to happen. Well, there's, there's, I mean, the strike could be resolved shortly or it could be prolonged. We don't really know. The strike, if the strike is resolved quickly, it wouldn't have that big a, an impact on scripted shows, maybe. Um, yeah. And, and shows that are written, like, so, all right, let's put a pin in that and, and come back to the show. Yes, AJ, I thought it was kind of shitty, especially the whole ski, like the, the whole major set piece with the skiing and down the mountain and all this where Mason and Nadia met. I thought it doesn't look like $50 million, right? It's $30 million a six episode. They're averaging $50 million an episode, right? Like mm-hmm. it just does not look. I also really don't like Mason and every flashback I see of So Mason is supposed to be very arrogant, and yet he and Nadia, like, have a spark and are attracted, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not, 
Like he's arrogant. He's a complete dick. He's not arrogant but charming or arrogant but attractive. He's arrogant and a complete dickhead. Like I really don't like him. And I think I'm supposed to, as a woman, I'm supposed to think that he's like, like still attractive and charming and like, like that confidence is supposed to be that level of confidence is supposed to be attractive. Maybe. Right. He's a total jerk. I really do not like Mason. I didn't like him in the first episode when he's on that train with Nadia, he was a jerk to her. Um, and I, I really don't like Mason. I'm really kind of glad that Kyle has no memory of Mason and maybe won't become him because Mason is an asshole. Sorry. I don't know, Jamie, like, do you, AJ, do you guys find him to be I don't really like or dislike him. I don't care enough yet to really like him a lot, but I think that it doesn't really matter because I don't think he's ever going to necessarily become him because his memories have been taken. Well, and I think that's kind of the I, I point. Think, I think, I, 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 I think that's, I, bleh. I agree. I think Mason is an over-the-top jerk. Um, because I don't think, I think the more Kyle gets to know about Mason, the more, he um, won't through, but not, the more he'll be like, you know what? I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't like who, you know, you people are telling me about, like, that's not who I am. Like, I, I don't know how I was ever that guy. Like that guy's a jerk and I don't want to be him. So I'm glad I don't have my memory back, you know? Yeah. I don't, so I don't, that know, that Karen, type of I don't have an answer whether you're supposed to like him or not. He's not super – I agree with you, he's not super likable. I don't know I necessarily like and dislike see, him because of it, but he isn't, like, super attractive because of it, no. But see, but see, because of that, I don't see why Nadia would be attracted to him. And, and that, So we see two weeks later, they're in bed together, right? And, of course, I always think of Adrian when, when I see post-coital bra wearing. <laughs> I always think of AJ. <laughs> I don't even like to wear it during the day, right? I mean, yeah. certainly not going to, uh-huh. yeah. Um, I, but, uh, so, I, I mean, I guess part of my problem there is why did Nadia fall into bed with him? Because he's, he, like, I think he's a jerk on the television, like, and he's a way more jerk to her. Um, however, I, that Nadia is ahead. the one that, I'm just going to say, I think that Nadia is the one that turned. I think a lot of it is, like, not even necessarily, like, some of it might be fake. Did you not get that opinion? I mean, the like, whenever, what's his face is saying that somebody turned or whatever, like, somebody was, like, you know, not, I don't want to say I a think spy, it's a spy within the spies. I think the it's Mason. That, whoever it was that was against them, I think it's her. I, or at least I, I think you're supposed to think it's her. I, that's the opinion I got anyway. I, I, I don't, don't think, think it's, it's her because they said it's her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, also, because she was raised, she's a second-generation Citadel spy, and That's her true. mother, like, raised her in Citadel, and and so mm. she, you know, we're supposed to believe that, that she's a product of the system and maybe more loyal. I don't know. You know. Who do you think I, she was I, talking to, by the way? When? When she was on the computer screen, and they were like, "Is this really oh, you?" Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, I was I surprised because I was like, "You're supposed to think it's the ones that have that guy." But I don't know. This no, I see. Actually. I think uh, I I think it's her mother, 
because I'm thinking that maybe her mother was retired because, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know if you're allowed to retire from Citadel or not, but <laughs> if it's, you know, somebody that knows, you know, somebody that knows her and everybody in Citadel was wiped out or they had their memory erased, I'm thinking the only one, you know, the only people that could have possibly, you know, escaped it were people that were already retired who might not have been on the books mm-hmm. anymore to get killed. So I'm thinking it's, I'm yeah. thinking it's her mother that she was talking to. Yeah, that's good. I didn't really think of it because I mostly was like, look at this ridiculous computer screen she's typing on. This is some bullshit. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? We have, we see computer screens like that in movies and TV shows all the time now. I know, and they're always baloney. But anyway, um, I, uh, I, uh, whatever. Anyway, I, I so one thing that kind of. Uh, you know, I got a lot of issues with the show. I, I do think they sort of resolved a problem for themselves in the sense that they, so when they made, when they revealed that Abby, you know, Abby and Mason have been married almost since the moment he survived the crash, right? Like, right. like mm-hmm. when he meets Nadia, she says to him, oh, you didn't, somebody says to him, you didn't waste any time. I've been married eight years. You didn't waste any time. Like he, he got married almost immediately when he met her. They meet at this place. It's pretty, you know, we learn that she's in on it. She's part of Citadel or whoever she is. We figure all that out. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like, oh, they resolved the tension here because up until now, Kyle has been pretty genuine in his love for Abby and Hendrix and that he wishes to resolve this and return to them because he loves them so much, right? Yeah, now we don't. As he's starting to, like, remember his affair with Nadia, his feelings for her, whatever he and Nadia had, like, there's this central thing that, like, if he goes back to Nadia, he's a total dick for leaving his really nice, like, wife and kid, right? And so now we learn that that maybe is a ruse. And so we, we, um, you know, we can feel okay. We can root for you. Can root for Nadia and Mason if you so choose. Without, without, you know, because here's the thing. So the kids are complicated. Like whether you believe. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have a theory. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, but is he any? If he goes back to Nadia, is he any less of a jerk for leaving this woman that he is genuinely in love with? Whether or not, it, whether or not it's a ruse, and She's, you know, she, she, she had, say, say Abby has her memories and that she's been playing him for eight years. Okay. Is he any less of a, is, yeah, he still thinks she's real. And, you know, is she any less of a jerk or is he any less of a jerk if he is to leave her when he has genuine feelings for her? No, he's still a jerk, but I don't have to feel bad for Abby. (laughs) Because Abby doesn't think he's a jerk. Abby's been playing a game. And as for the daughter, yeah, that's terrible. But if Nadia can be raised a spy, Hendrix can be raised a spy. Is the child in on it from a certain point? She's like 13, right? Really? 13? Is she 11? I don't know. I don't have kids. How old is she? Karen, hold on. How old is she? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Karen. (laughs) Karen, think about this. They've been together for eight years. How old is oh, she's eight. She's eight. She's eight. <laughs> <laughs> that was some good genes. 
actually she's, it's probably Hollywood, seven so she's actually probably 20 she's, she's yeah, Hollywood, right. so she's probably 20 playing an eight-year-old <laughs> yeah thank you seven um i wonder could she even not be his kid could she be could we don't know when she was born or any of this like could abby have been pregnant by that guy who's from manicor and like I that's an interesting theory like, right it's, it's it's definitely it's uh, it's definitely a thought. Um, and could that kid be, you know, you know how like Stanley Tucci's daughter is like, I'll show you this knife, whatever. Like, could yeah. Hendrix actually be a a, a Citadel? Ch- I don't know. Like, this is all up for, like, if I was going to write a ridiculous yeah. show, I might as well write that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say. And like you said, there's not too much left, so. Yeah, it's it was kind episodes. of a good twist. It was a good twist. I'll give them that, right? Yeah, yeah lot, I like it. I don't really like the show that much, but that was a good twist that the wife is in on it and using him. I feel like I've seen that before, but I can't really place the movie or show, so maybe I haven't seen it before. True Lies. Ah, uh, True Lies, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not True Lies. Wrong, wrong sports there. Total Recall. That's what I meant to oh, say. Oh, Total, Total Recall. Recall. We're Sharon Stone. We're Sharon Stone. Yeah. Totally in on it. Yeah. And she's like a sampler, yeah. yeah. They're both, uh, yeah. Arnold, though. Yeah, True Lies, yeah. R- wrong Arnold movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, let's see if anything else. Let's let's talk about Silo. I liked Silo a lot. Now, how far you guys are going to have to tell me what you saw up to, so I'm careful what I say. Okay. Yeah, because so. you've seen the whole thing. Um, okay. So. So the last you- thing. Actually, Karen, did you watch both episodes? No, I only saw episode one, but I have read Wool and I read Shift. So I'm totally in on all the books. Not all the books, I didn't read Sand. But I've certainly read any books that this is covered, that this covers. And I know there are some changes in the books, but I'm totally cool if you guys want to talk about what happens in episode two, because I know more probably than you both do. So I only saw episode one, which covers (laughs) largely when Rashida Jones, like, decides to leave and clean, and then there's that little bit of, like, a, you know, a, the final, like, five minutes afterwards where, you know, the guy jumps over the railing and right. whatever, all that. So what happens in episode two? What, tell Jamie what you got up to. Uh, yeah, I'm trying say, to think. I'm trying to think how episode two ends. Um, episode, I think episode two ends with, oh, crap, what's her name? Uh, the engineer, what's her name? Her real name is Juliet. 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 Episode two ends with Juliet dangling over the water. Oh, that's. Remind me though, over overall, what the episode's about because I don't want to say this if it hasn't happened yet. Wait. Um. Um. All right. So episode two is basically about um. The sheriff. He meets Juliet. And he's a good detective, by the way. He he figures he yeah. figures stuff out all the time. Um, the the uh, the IT guy is dead. They think it was a suicide. She swears it isn't. He realizes they were a couple. She takes him down, all the way down to that area, uh, at the bottom of the silo with where, where the water is. Um, and he he goes out and you know he got he goes out and uh, cleans. And then dies next to uh, 
Rashida Jones, Allison. Um, that's that's the gist of those two of the and second episode. Okay, screen, I think that I'm inside the screen hasn't happened yet, so I don't want to say that. We so see it. What? We see it. We see it through the screen. We see it's kind of bits and yeah. pieces, but we see that through the screen. Um, I immediately so since he, since Jamie's seen the whole thing and Karen's by the bucks, let me go first. Um, I meet. I, I immediately. I don't buy that they're dead. Um, and if they are dead, I feel like they are. Um, that it's not oxygen in those helmets when they send them out to clean. I think it's poison because they don't want them to live. They want it to look like that the outside can't still be survivable. Um, we haven't. I'm trying to think if we got any flashes from him. We saw the. We saw the video on the hard drive of the um of the beautiful outside i don't think they actually showed it to us with either rashida jones or the sheriff i feel like we might have gotten a little bit from the sheriff but we got nothing from rashida jones we just know that she cleaned because it was you know she told him if it's if it's nice out here i'm going to clean and he did the same thing um so yeah if, if they are actually are dead if that part was real with them like you know trying to walk away and then Collapsing, I think they're being poisoned. Um, I also think it's possible that there is some kind of uh, um, uh, movie magic happening and making it mm-hmm. look that way. Um, if they are still think, alive, then it's movie magic. If they're not alive, they are poisoned. I think kind of the thing that threw me for a while, and, and I think this is kind of inherent in the story is it's kind of like, if it's true, you know, where are they? But if it's not true, why did they clean? Like, you, like they say, oh, I won't do it unless, but then you never see that side of what happens for a while. Right. Let's just put it that Like, you don't get to see the other end of that, and that's what makes it like you want to know what happens. Um, but but um, the other guy, um, I can't think of his name, but the, Will, the deputy Will guy, he got the letter from the sheriff, though, right? That's what I was was alluding to. I wasn't. Yes, sure was. yes, yes. He got yes. Okay. He got the letter, and yes, he got the letter, and the mayor's going to go down and talk to her about being the new sheriff. Well, yeah, she's going to talk to her to find out yeah. why he why he why he would offer Juliet the position. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. he got the letter. And they show. I was looking. It says they found the peasant dispenser and stuff. So she, you kind of start to get yeah, into that. Yeah that stuff yeah but yeah i mean it's kind of all about this conspiracy and her trying to find out you know to understand what's going on but what i like is that it also each week has like kind of a, a mystery of, a, of the week of like like the first one like trying to find out you know what what well they don't really tell what happens necessarily with um with the sheriff but like each one time is like you know its own kind of little there's like a little mystery within the episode, in my opinion, kind of, sort of. It's hard to explain if you haven't seen further, but um, but there's still also the overall trying to figure out what's real, what's not real, what's truth, what's lies type of thing. But, um, well, but you like it. I really like it. I think it's good. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I, I, it's yeah, I think a little slow. Like, I, like – I, you had to get through most through like towards most of the end of the first episode. I feel like before I was like kind of sucked really? into it. I did I'm not really. I felt that way at all. I felt I, did I felt the whole bit. thing was it intriguing. Just, I don't know. I the thought, beginning it did a little bit. Like I just I did I, what, not what, 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 find 
let's hear what Karen thinks. I did not find the first episode to be slow at all. And of course I, you know, having, having read, um, wool and, and shift. So, so you know that wool, when it came out, Hugh Howey self published wool on Amazon. Amazon. It was not a a major release and it's a short story. Wool is like a, like 60 pages. I think I read it's 56 pages. Wool. it's a short story. Um, that I read and you really want to read more and it has to do, you know, it's about the cleaning, you know, wool refers to the wool, the steel wool or the is to clean the screen and people getting sent outside to, and then shift is kind of a prequel. Um, and so, uh, and then sand is actually shift is like a bunch of stories. Anyway, um, I thought they did a really good job of the first episode I thought was really compelling um, and I just even remember I thinking it was slow. I don't remember why, to be honest, like going back over it, I remember really liking it, but I remember at the time when I watched it thinking the first one was a little slow. <laughs> I don't remember well, why. Well, I mean, I the first episode of any show is a setup episode, and you are building towards the central mystery, and so it takes a little while, and I, and I could see, like, maybe you might – like have felt like they did they spent I'm just speculating uh, when I say you I mean the average viewer might have been like why are we spending so much time on them trying to get pregnant or whatever and then yeah that was probably payoff in the end with that um I thought they did a really good job of I I think it looks really good like I don't know what they're spending on this I mean Apple tends to spend money on shows (laughs) I mean it looks better than a show like Citadel right um, I know from reading Jamie's interview with Rebecca Ferguson that they they did build a decent sized set with the central staircase for them to work on. Although obviously when you look up a hundred stories, that's clearly like CGI yeah, or whatever. But yeah. I I think they did a good job of building the world of the silo and what it would be like to live 140 stories underground. Um, and the idea of so in the book there's a lot of like going up and down that staircase and how it takes her. It takes you like the whole the freaking day. day to walk down there to interview someone for the murder. And then you got to sleep over and walk uh-huh. out the next day. And like the kind of like the kind, like the amount of time, you know, it's almost like yeah. a cowboy. It's almost like an old Western where the marshal, you'd wait two days for the marshal to get there. And you're yeah, like, and they make the local at jail. some point, and, and this isn't really a, a spoiler because it doesn't really tell you anything, me saying this, but I know at some point they they explain something like that they can't have an elevator. I don't remember why, but I, I know that they at some point yeah. explain that they that they have to walk down. They, they can't um, put it. And so, yeah, and but you, yeah you, they say you, that, like, it takes a day to yep. get down there and a day to get back. Yep. Like, and you just see, in the first episode, you see... I remember from the book these these messengers who carry like a basket on their back and they run things up the stairs all day yeah. long. The porters like that they did a good job of establishing them in the first episode yeah, like in the so. background. Sorry, I didn't I was just gonna it's kinda of hard to imagine how big that place would have to be though, that it would take you like a whole day to walk it's up and down. And forty at minimum hundred and forty stories. It's more like a couple hundred, like like I know. the suicide when the guy in episode two when the guy jumps he he jumps from like level one twenty it's like way more than a hundred 
levels, and we don't know how many stairs are in between a level, but a lot, considering that one level has like all the all the whole agriculture is on one level with the fake lighting and all that, right? I mean, artificial lighting is not fake. It's artificial UV or whatever. Like, the level is not necessarily like when I walk up the stairs to my condo, every level is like 15 stairs. Like, every sure. level is like maybe 50 or 100 stairs. In yeah, the silo, it's just right? hard Who to fathom. It's, that's all I mean, like thinking about it. Like, it's, it's, it's hard to yeah. imagine, like, that something could be that yeah. huge. Any, whether it's underground or above ground, oh, yeah. or it's just crazy okay but jamie imagine the world trade center which i mean the sky lobby was in 85 the world trade center was like 110 stories right so imagine that all the way underground that's where they live right it's like it's like more than the world trade center the old twin towers i, say, I don't think that takes a day right? i don't even know i never really, really? thought about I think it, it would you take me a fucking day to walk up there well, yeah i mean sure it would take me a day but i mean like a normal person i don't know if they would Dude, I'd like, A, not in Satan, B, whatever. It would take me a day. Whatever. But I just really thought about it. It's really fucking big. Yeah. It's just hard. And so, like, I think they did a good job in the first episode also of establishing, like, this this illegal technology from the past. Like, so I feel like having read Wool and Shift, I think in Wool, I'm trying to remember, it's been a long time. I read the one that came out in, like, 2012. I think in Wool, the relics were not established as much as in Shift, which is like technically a prequel, but it, I think it's in Shift where, where you know, Juliet meets the guy and they, they find this like, you know, this hard drive with books on it and stuff. And they're starting to delve into, you know, who built the silo and why. It's interesting that they've been on, they say they've been in the silo 140 years and they don't know who built the silo or why, Right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, our country is 250 years old and was established at a time with no technology, and yet we still know a lot about what happened, right? Like, yeah, the idea that you would... still be people alive that would... the idea, Or, or that would be passed down. The idea that would, you would lose any memory of who built the Southern Y, it's a little bit of like a Hunger Games or an in- or a divergent kind of a dystopian thing where the powers that be, like, are trying to eliminate the past for whatever reason to retain their power, right? That's kind of obvious mm-hmm. from this. Um, you know what I got a vibe of? Mm-hmm. What? I got I got a very serious Logan's Run vibe from it. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Logan's Run, no. Jamie? No. Classic, classic 70s. 70s or like 1980-ish movie, right? I was gonna watch it at one point. Late, 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 late 70s, early 80s. I don't know exactly what year it was, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember what, what point, but I'm, I think it was actually the first episode I got done watching it, and I, 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 I thought to myself, I was like, wow, this is really good, and like it just popped in my head. I was like, wow, this, like I felt like I was watching Logan's Run just because of the whole, you know thing you know the the overlords want you to think that things are different than the way they really are type of thing yeah kind of rabbit holeish <laughs> the way you just said that yeah um but yeah but you know whatever again having not seen the second episode i, I mean i saw a few minutes of the second episode um, but again, I, I know what's going to happen, but this idea of, um, somebody wants them to not, somebody's hiding why they 
or or somebody's hiding or the 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 established government has a reason to not let people know where they came from, what their history is, what happened. I mean, I think you know, AJ, Jamie, you've seen it all. I don't know what would happen in a season two or, or how far they go in season one, but I think it's obvious from it um, that whatever – they talk about the rebellion that they put down, really, yeah. like that day 140 years ago was not about, like, who built the silo. It was about, like, these people who tried to leave, and they wanted to open the door, and the rebellion was put down. Um, and there clearly is far more to that than anybody knows, right? It's a very, they're getting a very simplistic story yeah. about the rebellion and those people. Now, that's something I wanted to ask, actually. Be, being that Wool was a, a short story and Sith was, you know, a bunch of stories mixed together, I don't know how long Sand is. But how many seasons do you have a see this being able to pull off without it getting redundant? Well, so Hugh Howey, the author, has said that he feels like the Apple series has given an opportunity to like bring this all to life, but also make a few changes. Um, so there are characters who never talk to each other in the novellas who have an opportunity to, to maybe work together in, in the show, right? Um, right. Like, um, like, like the flashback, I think he's saying the flashbacks with Julia and the sheriff or something like that, where they never had a scene together in their book and they'd be able to put that together. They could go two, they could go three seasons maybe. I don't know if Apple, has, that, has ever, Apple ever go, I mean, for all mankind went three seasons. I don't know if Apple shows. Apple sort of like a one season, two season kind of a network, right? I don't know. Um, three. Ted, Ted Lasso's on season season three, which is the final season, but that's only because uh, everybody, the creative team of Ted Lasso said that that's all they want to do. So. For all mankind, read, three yeah. or four. I doesn't, think, right? I was gonna say, doesn't doesn't For All Mankind have a season four coming? Actually, yeah, I think season right, well, anyway. four is coming. All right, so three, anyway. four, so, so three seasons is, seems to be the three average. Short, on the, I guess it's three, um, three, three short seasons. seasons. Three I guess it eight episodes. The book ends in regards to where the season ends. Since I haven't well, read the book, I, I can't really. No, but Jen, I, have, I haven't read the book. It's hard to I haven't read Sand. I haven't read the part, the third part of the trilogy, Sand. So I'm not really sure where it all goes in the end. Um. You know what this also reminded me of, you guys? So, AJ, so Jamie, I think you didn't watch the show. AJ might have watched, or no, AJ didn't watch it. Jamie did. There was a show on Amazon called Starry Sky, Starry Night. The show where J.K. Not J.K. Rowling. J.K. Simmons. Simmons. I didn't Simmons. see it. J.K. did. J.K. Simmons and Sissy Spacek are married old people, and they have a portal. Married old people. Uh, what? I'm, I'm sorry. That struck me as funny, the way you said that. And under their <laughs> barn, they have a portal, right, AJ, that allows them to see, like, another planet or another world or whatever, right? And you've seen it, AJ, right? No, you I didn't see it, but I remember you guys talking about it. 
Oh my oh, God, I, see, I thought you saw part of it. I haven't seen any of it, so I, I don't. Um, but but they end up they they end up having like they go through, anyway. Look, they go under their farm and they go through this tunnel and they beep through whatever, and they end up having like a portal where they have this sort of like living room where they sit and they look out this window, and it looks like a planet that is like very desert-like and barren. And at the end of the season, the husband, they decide to walk out there and check it out. And, like, this one character goes through and, like, is like, ah, and, like, kills over and dies in his, like, spacesuit or whatever. <laughs> and, and then, like, and then, like, J.K. Simmons goes out there and it's not, like, maybe what he thought it was. Like, it's very similar that, like, you can see through the screen, you go out there, did the person die? Or are you seeing what you're seeing? It was very, very similar. Um, it reminded me a lot of that show. And now I'm going on too much and whatever, but um anyway. It kinda of made uh, me think of Snowpiercer a little bit, to be honest. The way they're kinda of like underground. I know Snowpiercer oh, yeah. is underground, but like the containment part of it, how yeah. like they can't leave it kind of gives you that you can't it's, go it's, a, it's, it's, it's a it's a horizontal snowpiercer. <laughs> it's a vertical it's a vertical snowpiercer. So yeah, horizontal, the cell is vertical, but yeah, and this idea that you yeah, can't go outside, yeah. but some yeah. people, some people want to go outside. Some people are having an idea that maybe outside is is not what they're telling us, right? Like that's cool, yeah. Um, so so AJ, I don't know how much episode two got into the relics and the idea that there's this hard drive. That this guy had that that well, we seen, we, we saw, saw the one. we saw the hard drive in episode one, but right. uh, and we saw she the, the silo. Yeah. everything that's on it. I don't think yet though. Yeah, we saw we so haven't seen we haven't seen everything on the hard drive yet. Um, yeah. we saw some of the stuff on the hard drive. Haven't seen what else is on it yet. There, you know, as far as the relics though, there's a uh, Pez dispenser, and he had he had like a box of of more stuff. There was a camcorder. Which I thought was really funny with them looking at it going, what the heck is this thing do? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. There was nothing they really focused on in it other than... Um, that it's all contraband. You, know, just, you can't have it. It's yeah, not, it's just, yeah, just, just a couple, yeah, you know just a couple more what's, relics. What's the, you know what's really sad, though? Um, the one that plays our boyfriend, Ferdinand Kingsley, when I first saw this, like, I'm like, I know that guy. I couldn't figure out why. And then it finally hit me that I interviewed him for Sandman. I don't know why. Like, I think because he looks different in, I don't, to me in Sandman, he looks so different. I mean, even though I, like, talked to this guy, and I'm like, I can't believe that I couldn't figure out who it was. I thought that was funny. Shows that I'm an yeah. idiot anyway. Um because I actually, like, literally talked to him on Zoom, and I'm like, that's why you know him, Whoops. you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, um, yeah. I, I, I got to say, before you guys told me to watch the show, uh, and then I tuned in and, and checked it out, the, the cast is amazing, right? They did not know. Is, I mean, yeah. I knew Rebecca Ferguson. The cast is incredible. Um, I thought in episode one, I thought Rashida Jones was fantastic, and uh, and David Oyelowo. We know David Oyelowo is an amazing actor, right? But he was amazing, at, and like especially at the end, after at the end when uh, what's the wife's name? Um, uh, Allison is like, I want to clean, yeah. and she's gonna go. She's like, I want to go outside. I'm gonna clean, and and he's so devastated, and like like he 
Tomlino is a great crier also, but um, I mean, I, I thought he was fantastic in those scenes where his wife is like basically, at, as far as he's concerned, asking to die, right? Mm-hmm. And then later when he makes a similar decision in, um, in episode two, which I only know because I watched like the first five minutes. Um, I, I love the way he locks like, himself up and throws away the keys and then like, I want to go out. Yeah. I like the way he did that. That was pretty cool. <clears throat> I mean, I, I love the way I want to go out is like basically a capital crime. Like if you say I want to go yeah. out, you you have to go out and, and you're, you're basically, you can't take it back and you have to die, right? Um. Well, can't well, also, you. anybody who's convicted of a crime has to go out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he, he was amazing. It's uh, So, yeah, I'm going to watch, too, and catch up with you guys, and I guess we'll cover uh, – uh, we like it so far, right? I mean, Jamie, you've seen the whole thing, but – Yeah, I like it a lot. I... And I'm going you know to – my funny. plan is I haven't been able – honestly, part of the problem is right now with my back hurt, and I haven't been able to sit at the computer as much as I'd like to. But I'm hoping to get my interview with Tim Robbins up tomorrow. Because uh, the rest oh, nice. of them are all one on one, so yeah, I'm hoping you to know, get that. You know what out. I think? You know what I think's interesting. I, I don't want to call it misleading, but the, you watch the trailer, and the trailer pretty much, I mean, it focuses a lot on episode one and two in the trailer. Um, yeah. And and it leads you to and the way they they do like when they show you the little blurb of who's in it it leads you to believe that it's, you know, like the, the, the show stars Rebecca Ferguson and Rashida Jones and, and David, however you pronounce his last name, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and meanwhile, Rashida Jones, unless we get some flashbacks, we're not really going to see, I mean, you know, I got, it was there 10, eight, how many episodes yeah. was it? Eight, eight, ten, eight. Uh, 10, I think 10. They're coming sure. one per week, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so eight more episodes, and Rashida Jones, unless we get some flashbacks with her, she's not really a starring role. She's she was like <laughs> the you know the starting point. He he, we might get some more flashbacks with the sheriff, you know, but I mean for the most part, other than Rebecca Ferguson, I don't know who you list starring. I mean, wh- I, I get the feeling yeah, that um, yeah, yeah, the Will engineer Patton commits suicide, be, right? Like, yeah, yeah I feel like um, Will Patton. Will, Will Patton might be the second running with the most episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not going to say anything about what the books are. And again, no, I'm just, saying, I just, I'm just saying, I just, I just think it's, you know, interesting the way it, it, it is leads you to believe from the trailer and then you get going and you're like, you know, too, you know, by the end of the episode, Rashida Jones is done. Yeah. Which, which I don't have a problem with. I mean, the the story is very compelling regardless of who's in it and who's not. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, uh, I guess quickly before we wrap this up, a couple things. I, I do think it's kind of awesome. It's not kind of awesome. It's totally awesome that a guy who self-publishes Burke, like Hugh Howie self-publishes these books. When I when I read Wool and, and Shift, I'm not sure if I got them free or I paid like 99 cents on Amazon, right? Because they're still, you know how they have these sales on self-published books yeah. on things like BookBub or whatever, Goodreads, you get them. And I, and I, and I, I downloaded them all and read them like really cheap. Um, I, I know from reading a little bit that it, I think it came out in 2011 and it was first optioned in 2012. I think 20th Century Fox took the first option on 
Wool and never managed to make a movie. And then AMC took an option on it and never managed to make a movie or a show about it. And now finally came to Apple. Um, but, like, hello for all the independent writers who are trying to self-publish. Um, that Hugh Howie yeah. ends up getting, like, this star-studded show. Like, that's great. Um, so, and now probably everybody's going to pay, like, fourteen ninety-five to download all the novellas. Yeah. <laughs> which, hey, more power. Look, Hugh Howie deserves it. Oh, more yeah. power to him, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, did, have either of you tried watching Fatal Attraction? Yeah. No. I watched part of it for the interview. Okay, have so I watched the, the first movie, episode. Jimmy? I liked Jonathan Jackson. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I liked right. it. I never seen the original, though, I don't think. So, I'm not really the, I don't think, the intended necessary well, no. audience. I know AJ has. I know AJ has. Yes, I have. And I was just, I was very curious because, again, Jonathan Jackson and um, Joshua. His name is Joshua, you guys. Yeah, I called him Jonathan. You know what? You both did. You know what? You know what? I went off of Jamie, and, and didn't yeah, even realize it. And, it. and it's Jonathan. funny because as I said it, it sounded wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, Joshua. But anyway, you know Joshua Jackson. Anyway, I know you guys. Yeah, and and, and I Lizzie. Like it. It's and, not really my type of show. It's not. And really Lizzie Kaplan. So I mean, it's. Yeah, it's I like got time. a good cast, but I watched the first episode and I, you know, because my first thought is, I'm like, how do you take this two-hour movie and turn it into a series? Like, I just, I didn't understand. So, but, you know, again, like the cast, so I'm like, all right, I'm just curious when I watch the first right? episode. Two timelines? Yeah. Yeah, they're showing both points of view. So I've read I, about it, yeah. So. So, I, I mean, they tell you in the first episode what's going to be different and how it's going to happen. So, it starts out, he's in prison. And he's actually, it starts out actually with him at his, um, his, what you call it? Parole parole hearing. His parole hearing. And he basically tells them what they want to hear so that he can get out. And then his daughter's, you know, the daughter's all grown up now. And he meets with her at a coffee shop at the end of the episode. And he says to her, he goes, I only said what I had to say to get out of there because I'm going to prove my innocence now. I did not kill that woman. Now, I know from right. seeing the movie, I know who killed her. But yeah, the way the too. movie ended and the, and the way the show starts, it's like, I, I, understand what I understand what they're doing with it, but I have no interest in watching it. <laughs> After the first episode, I was just like, you know what? I, I watched the first episode to see if it was going to be interesting, and I just I don't care because it's like I don't see. So, I can I tell you interesting? I, I just was going to say I I think it's interesting they're telling both points of view, and I and I think it's from listening to like the producers and Mount Cox, I like how they're more showing her side of it of like, um, like a like she's kind of mentally ill and kind of how that like. Is, is like how it's okay. happening, and they show from her point of view, like how it seems to her, like that to her it seems like he's leading her on type of thing. But I, I, it's not really my type of show. Sorry, go ahead. So I haven't watched any episodes yet, but um, if I could just say a couple things about about the original and about what were what's going on. So, so AJ, the way the original movie ends, 
you know that they had written a different original ending and it tested poorly with audiences, right? You know that, right? Yes. Or maybe you yes, don't know, I that, know that, right? Yeah, I, know. I do know that. So the show could be using that original ending. But when he says, I know who killed her, is he, is he, is it the original ending or is it the, right? Or the actual ending? I don't know. Um, and, and so, so, so we all know, Jamie, from your interviews and AJ, you might remember from, you know, that, that many people, including Glenn Close, like Glenn Close objected to that end, ending, like Glenn Close, like, yeah, argued with about. the creators and was like, I don't think it should end this way because you're being unfair to the character because basically she, she's like the classic 80s psycho bitch, right? Like we all know she boils yeah. the rabbit at all. She's a total <laughs> nut job. And that you could not make that movie today because there's no like understanding. Is she mentally ill? Is she traumatized? Like today, you couldn't make the the crazy psycho bitch movie unless unless maybe you're like making American Horror Story or something like that, right? Like you can't just make like that character needs more nuance. She had no nuance in in yeah, and that's why I said I think it's kind of interesting showing like that to her. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying she isn't mentally ill. She is, but also like how to her what he's doing is like leading her on in that. And, like she doesn't see it obviously the same way he does it. And like to him, it things mean nothing, and to her, it means everything. And like it kind well, of shows. And, 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 and she's wrong. She's pro- I haven't seen it. She's probably wrong, but it's because she has some some emotional or psychological issues, maybe. Right? You I don't know what, I it, but I think this. I, I just go ahead, AJ. I was gonna say. Why can't people just be crazy? Why does there always have to be a reason? <laughs> Why can't we just have crazy people without having to go, oh, well, his mommy was mean to him? Well, you can. <laughs> like, that's like shows like Halloween and all that. They don't have to have reasons. Right. So you mean crazy. Show. Yeah. As Jamie said, you mean crazy in the Michael Myers or the Jason sense. Yeah. That's a different No, thing. I mean crazy as in, like, the, the, the freaking Jeffrey Dahmer sense. Okay. That's Usually, like Michael right. Myers. No, no. I mean, so, so, yeah. Like, like, okay, yeah. Like a, like a legitimately psychotic evil person without any sort of like backstory of why, where right? Yeah, where they don't right. have redeeming qualities, and they don't. You're not. You don't have to feel sympathetic just, for them, and that kind of thing. You're just wired. Doing, fuck, like, you're unfortunately you're you're wired fucked up, and that's just it. Yeah. Anyway, I think I, I, I think the people who made this show are trying to give Al, Alex, right, is the character's name, some nuance yeah. Yeah. and some and some reasoning for why she behaved that way, um, which which they wanted in the first movie. Which and, right, it tested poorly. It tested poorly, right? It is no, it tested poorly. Yeah. They made there was a certain way that she was killed. In the, well, we're not going to spoil it. There was a certain way she was killed in the original ending. Audiences did not respond to it. Audiences wanted yeah. something different, and they wrote the ending that we got. It was a good movie. Yeah, for I, thought, I mean, I watched yeah. the 80s. I liked it. TV watchers now, it was a really though, good movie. You know what I mean? When I, like, yep. things, yeah. things are a lot different. I, 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 think, I think if it wasn't, you know, I mean, and, and it was an original screenplay. Fatal Attraction is not based on a book. It's not based on a comic. <laughs> it's not based on anything. It is just an original screenplay. So now this show is, and it's actually interesting because it's it's referred to as, a, and they didn't call it a reboot. They're calling it a reimagining 
which makes sense given yeah. that you know what the, the direction they're going with it and everything. And I feel like I could maybe get into it if it wasn't for the fact that I even if they change stuff, I already know it's what it's based on. So it's just kind of like, eh, you know. <laughs> yeah. And nothing wrong with anything. The writing, you know. Yeah, the writing wasn't yeah. bad or anything like that. It wasn't the acting or anything. It's just the story itself. I'm like, I, if I want to see the story, I just watch uh, the show or movie. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I don't I'll know. Give it a shot. I don't know if it's going to end the same either because you know I haven't seen the movie. Well, yeah. So I can't tell I mean, you one way or the other. But it, it, you know, so. I'll, I'll give it a shot and I'll I'll let you know what I think. I mean, it could be AJ remembering the original story so well, you're just not going to respond to an adaptation the way less familiar audiences might, right? Um, it could be that it's not good. Uh, <laughs> there could be well, a That's what I'm saying. For somebody like... Maybe you're not into it. Exactly. Like, for somebody like Jamie, who's never seen the movie, I mean, granted, it's not really her cup of tea, so that could be part of, you know, part of it, too. But if she was to watch it, she might enjoy it because she's never... She has no bias. She has nothing to compare it to. So it's right. a difference, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I do think it's possible that in the 80s, you know, the other woman, the homewrecker woman, being a psycho and whatever, what, 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 you know, there, there was not a – and having to be – and her having to be punished in a sense for – disturbing this like so-called like happy family or whatever like i get that sort of revenge thing right where where like there's maybe more nuance nowadays to what it means to be i mean there's far more shows nowadays about a cheating cheating husband who gets his comeuppance right um yeah well i mean i mean in the 80s i mean that that was the thing in the 80s everything you know it was, it was always, whether it was male or female, it was always the significant other was always the home, you know, the, or the, the side piece was always the home record. It, it couldn't yeah. possibly be because the, that there was problems in the marriage. It had to be the outside source that was the problem. In today's right. world, yeah. sometimes the side piece is the true love. You know, it's, it's, you know, times have changed drastically. Or the innocent party, or the aggrieved party, or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah, or the or the innocent um, party, and, and the spouse, and the spouse is psychotic. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. I mean, so one reason I didn't watch it was because I was so horrified by Dead Ringers um, that I did not <laughs> want to attempt another '80s reboot. Um, gotcha. You Dead guys, no, and did you try? Did you did you attempt no, the series? No, I didn't. No, I no, I'm not. No, I'm talking about the movie. I, I the movie was enough for me. I am not going near that series. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen the movie. Maybe if I had, I wouldn't have watched this. I, I, I guarantee you. Episodes. Let's put it this way: you might have finished the movie. Just because you were like, ah, screw it, it's two hours. But I think there's, there's a possibility you might have gotten to a point and been like, I'm not watching it. <laughs> Hard to say. Yeah. You mean the yeah. exact point I got to with the series where I was like, what? 
I've watched two episodes of this, and that is two episodes too many, and I am done. It's horrifying. <laughs> it was horrifying. It was horrifying. Um, it's horrifying. Like, let's put it this way. way. The, the way Dead Ra- the way the movie ends is so absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> well, yeah, so the series, the two episodes, is horrifying and ridiculous, right? I mean, I guess the twin thing, it's based on a, it's a twin thing. Um, yeah. And it's based on an 80s twin thing, which is, again, we're talking about 80s movies, less nuanced, less, you know, a little more shocky. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I, it's possible my Dead Ringers experience prevented me from attempting to watch uh, <laughs> Fatal Attraction. <laughs> Not on my list. All right. Anyway. Or Jamie has to watch all the shit. Anyway, so I guess we're about done. <laughs> next week, what, what do we got next week, you guys? Uh, Citadel, Silo, and Miss Davis. And do you guys um, have another fear one? Back? I had that. Yeah, oh, that... fear is coming back. And also, um, there's a show that's got some time travel that called Lazarus Project. I haven't gotten to oh, watch yeah. it yet, but it's coming soon to TNT. Wait, that sounds I'm seeing good. it Wait, advertised. A... A Hold lot. on. Hold on, there's a there's a show called The Lazarus Project. Yes. Yeah. I, Are yeah. you familiar with there was a, cause there, because there, well, there was a movie called The Lazarus Project with fuck, what was her name? Oh, um, if you mean that horror movie? That's not. Yes. Yes, it was a horror that. movie. That's not that. That because that was a horror. That, was that wasn't about time travel. Not, yeah, but that was not no. It's not that. No, that was a time travel. That's something else. But yes, I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. With, okay. um, as long as we're not like, as, as long as we're not talking about another. Name. As long as as long as we're not thinking, as long as we're not making another reboot of a movie into a TV show. Yeah. No. Jamie, yeah. are you getting any press for the Lazarus Project? Because I have seen it I'm advertised. I've, I well, you know, I, I'm trying to get in. I've seen it. Oh, your screener. So let me ask you. I've seen promos for it. They give very little away in terms of what the show is actually about. Um, I actually don't really know other than the little blurb. I have not seen a preview yet. All right. All right. Um, it's time but travel. I'm going to try to watch it because I got screened and I want to see travel. it. So. All right. I will let you know if it's good. <laughs> All, All right, right. Cool. So, and fear, well, we need to know. And, yep. fear, and fear is back Monday? Sunday? It's 15th, I think. Sunday, right? This is oh, next Sunday, not this Sunday, next Sunday. I think so. Um, well, that's the, I'd have to double Yeah, it's back Mother's Day, right? Which is... It might be this, this Sunday. This coming Sunday. The 14th. Yeah, that yeah, must that's be back coming Sunday. Yeah, pick Mother's Day. Okay, so yeah, um, so, you, so we'll have here next week, too. Look at you. Yeah, we'll have that. <laughs> All right, reminding guys, well. Reminding you guys that this is the <laughs> final episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Um, final season. season. Final season, yeah. So other than that... um. That's all we got. All right. All right. Um, hey, uh, quickly, before we hang mm. up, Jamie, are you go- have you seen Guardians? Are you going to see Guardians? Mm. Um, anything about I'm Guardians? going to see it, but I'm kind of hesitant with everything I've been reading about it, which I'm assuming you've probably seen splashed across the yeah. Internet. Um, have you seen I it? have you not seen, seen anything splashed across the Internet. Have I haven't seen, seen it yet, but I, I have not seen it yet. Okay, but you haven't so seen it, it either yet, right? 
Karen. No, it, so no, but it, it is perhaps not the greatest Marvel movie ever made. Is what, what to be gentle with what we're reading about it. It's not the best oh, I'm just Marvel talking movie ever. About all the stuff that I don't want to see about it. Have you not oh, yeah. seen yeah, some yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't read anything. Well, if you don't want I to stay know, away from I won't say what it is. But if it's yeah, I don't want to know. Across that there's some issues. Um, um, and if anybody knows the two of us, they probably already know what we're talking about if they've read it. Um, so I'm probably still going to see it. Um, yeah, I've contemplated maybe finding some more details about it first, but I'll probably still go see it. Yeah, well, I'm probably going to get all to deter me. I'm yeah, I'm going to try it, to go. I have to say. I did not see Quantumania. The, the last Ant-Man movie was bad, and I didn't go to see it. And I don't miss I it. But Quantumania. I, I mean, it was like more like a spectacle movie uh, is, is my issue with Quantumania. I, I, I liked like, it, but it wasn't lot heavy. I, I put think, it that way. But it was good. I think the problem with the Marvel movies at this point, I think it's just – and I think, I think it's going to get better again because they've kind of slowed down because last year we had something every month, whether it was a TV show or a movie, it was just boom, 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 boom. And now, and, and Kevin Feige has recognized that and he's kind of said, okay, we need to pull back a little here because everybody's kind of getting worn out, worn out by it. Um, And a lot of the complaints that I saw about Ant-Man Quantumania, people just, it's just too much nitpicking. I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't know. Movie. Like it I worked, said, you know. I liked it, but it was like spectacle. I mean, that's what it was. It was action, and like there was not enough plot. It wasn't. It, it was good, but it was good in like an action crazy, over the top way. Yeah, it, I mean, I mean, there's not a lot of plot I mean, that's to what it. Marvel is, but usually there's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some exactly. of them there's more too. I like to have a little bit depends, more to it. It depends Unless on what it is. I mean, really funny ones, like something like. Guardians or like the one Thor that's like super funny. I they don't necessarily have Ragnarok. as much plot and it worked, but like this one, I feel like it. I don't know. It was missing part of the plot or something. Like it had like no no substance. But it wasn't bad. I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I was missing I part mean, of that. So yeah. I I think I think okay. well, I think part of the problem with Ant Man is the the whole thing surrounding Jonathan Majors is not good. You know, it's like they just yeah. you know. Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, really introduces Kang, and that's kind of what it is. Ant-Man, or, you know, Quantumania is kind of the introduction of Kang as the next big bad, and yeah, we get Jonathan him, Majors and the, and the, and, the, and I, it turns out Jonathan Majors really is a big bad, and, um, you know, and it's, nothing is in stone yet, but, I mean, it sounds like Marvel's going to yeah. cut ties with him and, and recap, I mean, or, or just move fair, on completely. To be fair, let's just say that he's not convicted. It's alleged he's not convicted of anything yet. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, saying yeah, I yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying I don't. It, I'm not trying to defend the guy. I'm just saying let's not convict him on our show. Oh, yeah. um, so I guess what we're saying is, what I'm getting at is maybe we'll all go see Guardians and maybe we'll talk about it on our show um, soon. Although I have to say, I'd like to see Guardians of the Galaxy, but I have a movie that's ahead in line. I cannot wait to see Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret. <laughs> Having read that book when it came out in the 80s. But I will, yeah. So maybe we'll add Guardians to our list of things to talk about in the future. Um, fair enough. 
it, it's a new interpretation of that. So, yeah. Um, and we'll cover it. And, and Go ahead. No, I just said the effects look cool. It looks cool. Yeah. And, you know, we don't look at the TV. I did that with my ear. Sorry, I bumped the numbers. As we alluded to earlier, the writer strike might or might not stall television production. We'll see what happens. Um, It's two weeks now, right? (laughs) Oh, by the way, so I did read today that um, uh, what's that Game of Thrones show that we watch? Uh, The Curse of the, the... the the dragon what's that what's it called the dance House of dragons. dragons dance of dragons the dance of dragons right well that's the that's what it's called in the book but the house of dragons is the show yes house of dragons i put you guys on hold i don't know what i'm doing i'm hitting so, everything with my ear jamie sorry we hear you jamie um okay. so house of the dragon is in production house of the dragon was already written before the strike so they continue with production. There are some shows that have shut down production I did hear that. in solidarity with the writers, but House of the Dragon mm-hmm. is not one of them. House of the Dragon is in production. However, the Night of the Seven Kingdoms, right, the, the second spinoff? The, yeah, the Night, right. yeah. So they suspended because they were they were in they're yeah. currently in active writing, so they've suspended production. It, um, speaking of... I have many shows. Speak, speaking of the whole writing situation... You want to hear a funny story that I read? So yeah. I guess they're I guess they're done writing Deadpool, the next Deadpool movie. But because Ryan Reynolds is listed as one of the writers for the movie, he is not allowed to ad lib if they start filming if the strike is still going. So oh, if they start writer, filming Deadpool, yeah. yeah. So if they start filming Deadpool while they're while the strike is still going on. And he he's not allowed to ad lib anything because he's technically a writer. How messed up is that? Can you imagine Ryan Reynolds not ad libbing? Lots of actors ad lib and they don't have writer's credit. I mean, I guess I get it technically. Like but, I get what you're saying, but it's weird. But because he does, yeah, because but because he, he does have a writing credit. credit, he already yeah, has a he does credit. have a yeah, yeah. It's not it's not because of the future credit. It's because he is a writer right now of that. Yeah, I just think that's funny. I mean, but anyway, as a person who makes her living as a writer in in a totally different sector, but you know my main job is writing. I fully support writers, particularly in their. Oh, I, I do too. In there, and AJ, you write. Jamie, you write. We all write for <laughs> us for our jobs. Um, I mean, I think we support a lot of things I stand for. Mm-hmm. It really am sad if TV gets held up. I mean, the last really big strike. I mean, I think it was 2007 was like the the, the last really big disru- disruption, right? Of course, we were watching Lost then, and Lost yeah. was held up. It was yeah. the worst yep. season of Lost ever because of that. We can support um, them but, and still feel bad that we're missing TV. That's the way I yes. look at it. Like, I still don't want right. to miss my TV shows, <laughs> but I totally get it. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, not, not for nothing. Television. Not not for nothing, to be fair. I mean, I, I don't want to go too far into this, but to be fair, a lot of the stuff that the writers are asking for, I think, could really help with the TV world because I think one of our biggest complaints, I mean, not biggest, but one of our complaints um, during the podcast a lot of times is we've complained about lazy writing. And, I mean, some of the mm-hmm. conditions that they're writing in could be, could be, you know, attributed to that. So, yeah. you know, you make your writers happy, maybe maybe people stop complaining about the writing. <laughs> I think they should be you're, paid. 
I think you're absolutely right. So I know you guys don't, we don't want to belabor this, but I think you're right. And when we talk about lazy writing, I think some of the things I've read about writing have made me realize that I call it lazy, but really they're not, the system does not allow good writing. Like I've read about, I've never heard about a a mini writer's room before. The mini rooms? Mini mini rooms? I never knew about mini rooms before. Mini rooms are bullshit, right? Um, and the ways that the studios and the networks are cutting the money out of writing, cutting the people out of writing, and minimizing writing, and so they and really the time or the resources to do it right, or the pay. They're not they're not enabling yeah. a living wage for a, for a brilliant writer to do stuff, right? Um, yeah. Or, or not, even a, even just a not a brilliant, but just a your average writer even. Average writer. Um, yeah. rooms. I never knew about mini rooms, and if if people listen to us and they don't know about mini rooms, you got to Google mini rooms and then like support the writers because this kind of stuff is 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 not right, and I understand yeah. the writers yeah. fighting. George R. R. Martin. Stuff. Went, George R. R. Martin went off on his uh, blog recently about mini rooms, um, so. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to well, have you fun know, read about mini rooms. That's nice because as much as we have criticized George R. R. Martin, the slowest writer in the world who should not ever go on strike because <laughs> he's basically been on strike for 20 years. Um, but for a guy who's made millions and millions of dollars to support, you know, the frontline writers it yeah. is really, I mean, it's really saying something. So yeah. good for you, GRR. And, and so... Jamie, as you said, we can support the writers and still be sad that he might be held up. So we hope for a speedy, as the president, Joe Biden said the other day, you know, we hope that they will um, uh, find a common ground that we're Yeah, so we hope they get what they're due and Mm -hmm. hopefully it'll be resolved quickly. And I hope it all resolves in better TV. Yes. Yep. And more TV. Yep. Yeah, all right. Sorry to sorry to take us on that sideline, but hey, it's you know so it's, it's, it's you know it's connected. We talk about TV and movie, and we're it talking is. about the writer's strike, so it's it's connected. It is connected. <laughs> it's and not like we go off on our, when we go off on our tangents that have maybe, nothing to do with TV. It sounds like the directors might be headed that way too. I don't know, but so. well, there's a bunch of unions who have joined them, like you know, for example, the Teamsters. The Teamsters are known – the Teamsters do not ever cross a picket line, right? So if you need one thing transported by truck to your set, you can forget about it. The Teamsters are not going to do it. Um, and the writers and a bunch of – even a bunch of other, like, non-writers, but um, there's a bunch of, like, other unions. I think it's one of the acting unions that is like, we will never punish you for not crossing a picket line. So if your writers are on strike – and you're a you're an actor, or you're a prop guy, or you're a gaffer, or whatever, and you decide that you're going to honor the writer strike. Like a lot of unions are all in on that. So we could. Act, yeah. So Jamie, you're saying the directors could fall in with them, right? Yeah, that's what I'd heard. Well, I get it, right? A lot of directors, I mean, directors and writers work closely together. A lot of directors mm-hmm. probably used to be writers or have been writers or are also writers or want to be writers, right? Like, that's a very similar yeah. 
I mean, I don't but they're really up as much as I should on some of this. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry to prolong this. Yeah. All right. Next week to talk about fear and Citadel. Citadel, Philo, Miss Davis. Philo. So we've got the whole gamut of good and bad shows next week, as usual. (laughs) Can't wait to talk about them. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, All right, up. ladies. Good have a good week. week. All right, kids. Great to talk, talk to you. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night. Right, bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Good Thank night. You. Bye-bye. Good night.